The EduTech guys present a conversation from our live coverage of FETC in Orlando, Florida from Thursday, January 25th, 2018. Enjoy the program. Go for it, Lauren. All right. <laughs> uh, so I'm Lauren Wade. I am a STEAM teacher at Ocean Palms Elementary in um, Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. So just a couple hours away. Um, so I'm been teaching for 11 years, but um, STEAM and ed tech is kind of my passion. So on the side, I'll also run a small business called Kids Can Code. Okay. So I'm getting that up and running right now. We do after school camps, weekends, kind of Christmas, spring break, things like that. Yeah. Um, so we're actually looking for a space to hold our camps because doing it after school, we can only service the students at our school. Mm -hmm. And I want to open it up to more people in the Jacksonville area. So um, do that. We do some work with BrainPop. We're both certified BrainPop educators, Jake over here next to me. So um, we've got our hands in a lot of different pots. I run teams for the Wonder League Robotics Competition. So I ha oh. actually had a team last year that was number five in the world. So oh, two girls, awesome. yeah, they were called the Sis Squad. This year I have 10 teams and it's crazy, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's a lot of fun. and. Love to do a lot with coding and just kind of integrating everything all together. So that's cool. Awesome. Super fun. Yeah. I'm Jake O'Keefe and I met Lauren, I think five years ago, maybe mm -hmm. five, maybe six years ago. She came in as the tech coach at our school and she really just opened my eyes up to the technology world. And she brought me to my first FETC and then got me hooked up with Brain Pop and got me presenting. Last year I presented on uh, make, it, make a map, Brain Pop, make a map. This year, working with Brain Pop, working in the booth and educating teachers. This is my seventh year teaching. We both teach at Ocean Palms Elementary School. And we were team teachers yeah. for three years. We both taught fourth grade together. And um, we, we work really well together. And what's rare to find is a teacher that actually, where you go, hey, check out this website. And they actually go and <laughs> go on the website and, and, and are website. <laughs> capable of following your directions. And that was where we like really clicked because I'd be like, have you seen this website? And he'd be like, I'm looking it up right now. And I'm, okay, this is awesome. You know, and so <laughs> that's, that's cool. how we became fast friends. Another one of our friends, Jen, is here. And um, she, the first day on the job, I'm like, you should check out Seesaw. And she's like, I just set up a class. Like, it's, and those are my kind of people that aren't <laughs> willing or that aren't afraid that are willing to try yeah. out yeah. things as they go. So Yeah. And so I teach second grade this year and I'm working my way to try to be an administrator. I just got a... A master, I got a master's from Jacksonville University, another master's from UNF, University of North Florida in um, educational leadership and just trying to work my way up the ladder. Yeah, that's, that's very awesome. cool. Yeah. Oh my God. So what brings you to FETSI? So you're doing sessions? Yes. Okay. I have a, today I have just a poster session. So this is my seventh year coming to the conference. Yeah. And um, for the past four years, I've taught the paid workshops, four-hour workshops. And um, so I would be spending a lot of time teaching and not as much time learning. And this year, I wanted to kind of take a step back. And um, with STEAM, it's so new, and there's so many new things that are out. So I've really been going to a lot of sessions and trying to absorb as much as I can this year. So um, I'm only doing I have a poster session today. And then tomorrow, I'm in the STEM playground. And I'm just going to be showing a million different robots. I have... I think like seven different robots that I brought with me. So, um, yeah, so that's what I'm presenting. And then both of us are working for Brain Pop too, just kind of sharing the Brain Pop yeah. love. 
Okay, so let's start with, uh, give us a summary on your session, uh, on your poster session. So my poster session is all about Dash and Dot. Okay. Um, I'm going to have actually five Dash and Dots with me, and then I'm just going to be sharing kind of my involvement with the Wonder League and how the competition runs. Um, I brought all their different accessories, so you can do the launchers and use the sensors, drive them around. I just, uh, Dash and Dot are so versatile for I mean I use them I teach pre-k to fifth grade and I use them with every single age range even some middle school kids are kind of into it and so I'm just gonna be featuring how you know it can teach coding concepts and robotics and how you can cover a lot of ground with these cute little robots yeah so that's my poster session and then tomorrow I'm gonna be featuring Dash and Dot, Ozobots, I've got some parrot mini drones um, I brought Puzzlets what else did I bring? I brought my Bloxels. I've got this huge bucket of stuff that I brought to kind of we try to download into, into everybody's yeah. brain. We had the seatbelt in because she's like, this is very important. We can't, you know, yeah, we can't jerk we'll it around or anything like that. So, so um, uh, when do you sleep? No, I'm just Yeah, right? <laughs> I know. I drink lots of coffee. I was just saying, do you drink lots of coffee? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I actually stole some coffee from the hotel to bring dinner. I, I, <laughs> I texted him and I was like, we are out of coffee. Can you please bring, our coffee, bring us coffee over? So, yeah, I mean, when I sleep, I feel like I dream about robots. And what is the next thing? We just, I was talking yesterday with um, Code with Root, which is the new, uh-huh. the Harvard-developed robot that um, – I'm Didn't going climb walls and to all get one. Kind of yes, yeah. I'm yeah. getting one. Really yeah. cool. And it, it has a, it can hold the pen. It can hold a pen. And so you can have it draw things for you, which right now I have, you know, the kids code dash to go in a square. Now I can be like, literally have the robot draw a square, but the sensors on the root robot has sensors all the way around and on top. I mean, the sensors are, are where it's at as yeah. far as taking it the next step. That's with cool. robotics, so I'm, I'm trying to. If the root people, if you're listening, I want one <laughs> <laughs> today. Hey, yeah. Yeah, we'll, right. t- we'll tell Tyler to make sure it's when right. he tweets this out, uh, uh, put root in there. Hashtag make, code with root. Hashtag code with root. Code with root. Code with root. Yeah, he's sitting about 20 yeah. feet away. So. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like I. I was telling my friend today. I was like, I'm getting one of those robots because, I mean, the biggest thing is. I, I like to try all these different robots, but I need, I've got to try them and before I buy them, you yeah. know, so give me one to try and then I'll probably buy 10. <laughs> so getting kids interested in coding is not a problem. Absolutely not. Um, what I love with the robotics piece of it all is that's what, that's what draws them in. Yeah. And then from there, so I've got middle schoolers that I taught in elementary school, you know, with our little dash and dot and Ozobots and things. But now, so I'm working with some middle schoolers and they're actually, they're going through codeacademy.com, the free online yeah. that programmers are using. And they are writing, creating their own websites. They're self-directed, you know, and highly motivated, but they started with a block-based coding language and have grown from there. So it's really, it's really cool to see. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Don't want to leave you out. No, no. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> this is how we work. She just goes and I just kind of supplement I was whenever. I like, you want to sit together? Cool. I'll probably talk the whole time. Yeah. I'm used to it by now. That's but it's cool, awesome. Though. That's cool. So this let's, is our, talk, yeah. let's talk brain pop. Yeah. Okay. So take our listeners through because some folks have probably never heard of brain pop. Although we we see it everywhere we go. Every you know every right. conference we do. But um, a lot of places don't see it. So right. uh, tell us why. You know, how, what. When? You go. 
talk. Yeah, so Brain Pop is an awesome um, website that you, it has a movie and a quiz, and that's what everyone really knows Brain Pop has is the movie and the quiz. But in the last three years, four years, they've really exploded and have added a lot of stuff with Make a Map. They have challenge questions that are more FSA style or, you know, the uh, standardized test style where there's matching, multiple select, Venn diagrams. Um, they also have Make a Movie, which is taking Make a Map and just putting it kind of on steroids where kids are really being creative and instead of the letter in the beginning where it's like Dear Tim and Moby, it's now taking Tim out of it and putting the student into the movie and they're showing mastery of, or they're asking a question and then answering that question through creating a movie and it ha you, can add, you can add Moby in there and you can add all the different pictures from Brain Pop. You can use different movies that they have uh, and then they have a new this just released a couple months ago a new coding section which is javascript it's not block based which is interesting because it's a little bit harder yeah uh, and i think it's great to start kids out on javascript because to go make the transition from java to block is easier than going block to java yeah and i was working with it yesterday and i i was typing you know my underscore graphic and i forgot the one and it just you know the whole picture just was messed up and i had yeah. to go back and everyone was like you forgot the one and so i went back and I had to go put the one in yeah. but it's just an awesome company and what they really do is they really take care of their employees and you know they treat us awesome and they you know they bring us here and they're just really fun people to hang out with. Well, yeah, and we're yeah. not even really, we're not employees. We're yeah. certified brain pop educators. So yeah. sure. four years ago, we sat through a training here at FETC and um, basically just learned all of the ins and outs. So, I mean, because I feel like a lot of people with brain pop nowadays, they're like, why am I going to pay for a subscription to brain pop when i can just go on youtube and find probably a equally relevant video to hook my kids a lot of people that have the brain pop subscriptions they're just okay we watch a movie and we take a quiz what people are not realizing is all of the tools that jake's talking about brain pop has completely kind of changed their philosophy to where now they're all about student creation mm -hmm. and students um even like meaningful gameplay they have over 700 games that are associated with all of their topics that are vetted that actually provide assessment data back to the teacher from the kids playing a game for homework you know right, yeah. or in class. class so um we like when jake and i taught together we would we would go in and we would assign, we would do flipped instruction, but we would assign a brain pop video because you can actually do assignments now. Mm -hmm. And so you can assign a brain pop video, the kids log in, they see they have an assignment to watch the video and then we'd be like, okay, and then play this game. Well, how many kids are actually gonna do their homework when they have to play a game for homework? Yeah, no. yeah, yeah exactly. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so um, then, but from there, we're not even having to grade papers or anything but the next day we can pull small groups according to the data that we receive from them playing the game That's awesome. and it's all and it's all within so all you have to do on brain pop now is just make sure that the teachers sign up for their own accounts and mm -hmm. that students have their own individual accounts and then you have access to so many different things that people don't even realize so that's kind of like as cbe's that's what our job is to, to just spread the word that brain pop is so much more than yeah. a movie and a quiz. Um, and we do trainings at our school and you know, they take us out to conferences like this and yeah. Yeah. cool General things story. like that. So yeah. how that, so for the listeners, for a, a teacher listening right now, how often do you use brain pop in the classroom every day? Every day. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you could honestly, like I said, we flipped our instruction, especially with math topics. It's very easy. Mm -hmm. And there's so many, what I love now as a STEAM educator is there's so many of the games that they have, you know, as a classroom teacher, you're kind of like, okay, how could I apply some of the different topics? But as a STEAM teacher, there are so many games that touch on every element of steam mm -hmm. um and so it's really i'm just the cross-curricular learning is and, really good and to see within their game they have this thing called snap thought which is a little like oh, at the yeah. bottom of the screen it's a little camera and you click the the camera and it takes a picture of what the kids are looking at and then the kids can explain what they're doing yeah. so it's not like they're just oh i'm playing a game oh i'm done like a video game oh you pass level one pass level two pass level three oh you're done with the game you're actually stopping the kids and you're saying okay take a picture of what you're doing and explain to me what is it why did you put this there yeah and so they're they journal their gameplay yeah and so you're actually seeing their thought process as they're going through and that takes some time because you have to teach them okay it's not just play 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 you have to stop right and then you know in during the instruction sometimes i'll tell them all right stop and, you know, just to get them in the habit of doing that. and listen. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's help we are, we're so on the same page. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's just, there's a lot of cool things that, and that we can do. So, I'm going to take a breath here a minute. Yeah. Um, we've heard a lot of the stuff, you know, you've got your, your basket of bots and the stuff you're doing with Brain Pop. So, you're teaching second grade. Correct. Walk our listeners through what you're doing with all of this stuff and all these resources. What does that look like in your class? Oh, so like what I'm learning from FATC and bringing it back to the classroom? What? Yeah, like what are your students, what do you, what do, you do with your students with this stuff in second grade? Oh, I mean, just using technology to get them excited about doing whatever we're doing. So like just taking like VR. You know, when we work together and when I, when I get back, just make, we're talking about the Statue of Liberty, doing like nonfiction about Statue of okay. Liberty. Okay, put the headset of the VR and bring them to the Statue of Liberty and get them excited about, you know, a nonfiction topic that maybe is, instead of just reading a passage about the Statue of Liberty, bringing them there and showing them there. Our, our students are from Florida. Some of them have been in New York City, some of them have not. Sure. And so it just kind of brings another element to getting them excited about learning instead of just reading and doing you know a couple questions just yeah. piquing their interest and so are you are you working with the like the different bots that she has in with your second graders at this i don't point? do it as much okay. i um i used minecraft last year yeah. and we did like area and perimeter mm -hmm. and just i had like a rubric where they had to create you know different buildings with area volume because I taught fourth grade last year uh -huh. uh, now I'm in second grade um, she does more of the bots uh, I have not got on donors choose and and tried to get the bots but they are really I expensive I shamelessly beg for everything so you get a lot of stuff yeah so. no. yeah. Okay. yeah but more of the things that I use is more internet based that is free or that our school has paid for us but you know yeah. what's really cool that he does that a lot of teachers mm -hmm. are really apprehensive about is he he our school is not a one-to-one -one school our school is we are in an affluent area, but our school does not have, we, I think our, they provide eight computers per class. Like wow. we don't have a, a whole lot of technology resources. So what Jake allows his students to do is bring something from home, yeah. whatever kind of tablet, which, um, you know, it's nothing new, but people are still scared to do that. Sure. And um, it is, I feel like one of the most beneficial ways to really get kids engaged because 
you know, they're bringing in, even to my STEAM class, I see the kids once every two weeks, but I have kids that are showing up that bring their iPad when they know they have STEAM and they're coming in with the apps loaded, ready to go. And it's just, and then they go home with whatever we're doing in that class and they're continuing to work and learn. Um, Well, that's what we see with technology. What we notice is, is that when kids are engaged they're not going to misuse the technology right. while they're engaged. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the old adage, you know, the, the idle hands are the devil's workshop, you know? Yeah. So you know, if you keep them engaged, and it sounds like you guys do, mm-hmm. then, um, you know, you're not going to have that problem with BYOD or anything else or them bringing a, a device into the classroom. Right. Yeah, that, that's that fine line that districts are having and schools are having is, you know, running uh, what software, what firewalls, you know, what, you know, GoGuardian, Impero, whatever it might mm-hmm. be to, to whitelist this or do that. Whereas, let's start at the beginning. And, and it's great that you're not one-to-one yet because these kids are learning that we're supposed to use the technology for this purpose when we're here doing this you know, job when yeah. we're at school. So that's really cool. I think it's hard for teachers to give up that control and then have the students be better th- than them yeah. and then mm-hmm. ask questions and the teacher being, being able to say, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that we say to our students. They ask us, how do you do this? I don't know. Well, let's figure it out. Yeah. Right. You know, and that's part of the learning is figuring out how to solve the problem, not necessarily the answer itself, but what steps are we taking to get to the answer? Exactly. Well, and we, we are exactly. not scared to, to give the, to give the kids, you know, the credit and let them yeah. figure things out and, and go, okay, this person got the answer. We have no idea. So, right. you know, um, and then you have the students that are the experts and you know, okay, go see that person, see how, you know, pick their brain and figure out how they did it and work together instead of, you know, all the students coming to us and saying, well, how do you do it? Well, right. now we have, you know, three different teachers in the classroom, you know, two of them are students, one's, you know, an adult. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And, and, and yes. for our parents, it was a learning curve too. And yeah. it still kind of is that, that we are not the sage on a stage. Like we're not the ones that always have all the answers, even when it comes to tech. Um, what I had to, we would explain at our, you know, meet the teacher, we are going to teach your kids how to find answers. We're not going to teach them all the answers, right. but we're going to, you know, teach best practices with Google and, you know, right. how to get but, things online. But and, you're creating problem solvers, and that's what we need mm-hmm. to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's happening. So, yeah, and, and that's just a great move. That's a great direction to move in. Mm-hmm. So I have a question kind of from a different angle. Shoot. You have aspirations of becoming an administrator. So taking all the stuff that you're learning, all the, all the things that you have learned, the things that you're doing in your classroom, the stuff you're learning here, the stuff you've been presenting, how do you think all of that and in what ways do you think all of that is going to affect you as an administrator should that role or when that role comes yeah, to yeah. you? What's your agenda? Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, I wasn't trying to be so blunt about it. But. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Well, I hope that I never forget what it's like to be in the classroom. And mm-hmm. I hope that when I do become an administrator, that I remember how important, you know, this conference is to me and how it just really, you know, makes me feel alive when I come here. You know, sometimes yeah. there's there's certain people in school that kind of bring you down. Mm-hmm. And coming here, you're just around all these great people and you just get, you know, rejuvenated. And you're just yeah. like, I'm like, I'm on fire and I'm ready to teach again. Um, I also want, like, I was a non-traditional student growing up. I wasn't very much study, like, listen to a lecture, take notes, study, do well on a test. And it wasn't really until I got to college I kind of figured out my learning style. Yeah. And I really try to bring that into my classroom because I know that not all students 
learn that way and that most students learn by doing things. And so when I become an administrator, I kind of want to implement that into my school is that it's more having the kids do things rather than listening, taking notes, studying. And so that's kind of like my whole philosophy. is. I feel like his goal is to be my boss. Uh, yeah, it really is. <laughs> I'm not that's, kidding. That's the agenda. Yeah, that's there his agenda. Is. For there so many years, he's like, what are you going to do when I'm your principal? And I'm like, um, I'm going to tell you all the things that I want <laughs> yeah. you to buy for me. Yeah, that's what he's going to say. So. That's why she's behind this yeah. move. So. Yeah. yeah that's oh, if yeah. I ever come and do an observation on Lauren, I, I don't even know what she would do. She'd be like, let's get out of here. <laughs> you know do. that I'm doing the best. Just let me do the observation. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I'll <laughs> tell you what to put in. Yeah. No, but Jake's going to be an awesome administrator. The relationships that he makes with our kids, I mean, you can look at even what I love about what he does is out at recess, all the teachers, we're all hanging out and taking a break and, you know, and we're monitoring the kids, but Jake is out there on the kickball field playing hard in his suit and tie with all of the kids that these, the kids at our school love Mr. O'Keefe. So, yeah. I mean, they, that's going to be, that's going to be his agenda is to yeah. build, make amazing relationships. And then well, it's a, it's I a, did it's buy a Snapchat glasses so that when I play, I can take videos. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> you know, and it's a, that's a big deal. I, I, it sounds like you're going to be a great role model, not just for kids, but for your teachers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's, that, that's what a building needs. That's what a school needs is, you know, like, Oh, I'm going to just model this. You yeah. Know? Love yeah. first. Yeah. I think it's all about the love and then you bring all the cool things in and yep. when they see that you actually are invested in relationships with them, then it's not just like, Oh, that's that lady that's got all the robots. It's like, that's that lady that has the robots that teaches us how to do amazing things with it. And that's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah. And being a former yeah. athlete, like, I mean, I played for coaches that were kind of mean and then I played for, you know, a high, my high school coach. I'm still great friends that I saw over winter break. And like, I think you, play harder and you learn more from people that you like if you don't like yeah. who you're learning from or who you're being yeah. coached by then kids are like oh you know they don't like me they don't like me they have that mindset but if they know that you care about them then they'll run through a wall for you and they'll do whatever you want yeah well i have to say just listen to you talk and, and listen to her talk about you mm -hmm. um i i i'm excited the, the teachers <laughs> that you're going to be leading are they're going to be very very fortunate to have you as their leader, Wh whoever that ends up being, wherever, however that ends up working. Thank you. Uh, I, I really do. I, I can see that you, there were a couple of key things that you made sure that, and I hope, like you said, I, I hope you always remember mm -hmm. you know, what it's like to be in the classroom. Yeah. So even though mm -hmm. there are administrative things you have to take care of, you know, in, in your mind, you're like, oh, wait, I remember when, and, and I don't, I, and I don't want you to speak of what the current principalship is like, but our current there are, but there are many who aren't, unfortunately, you know, and, mm -hmm. and just for various reasons. And sometimes it's you know, getting bogged down in the bureaucracy of yes. it's the day to day. Fault, yeah. It's, yeah, you know, it's, right. yeah, it's not their no. fault. It's, it's just the, the way things go. So, um, I, I'm, I'm very uh, excited to hear you say that. No. And even more than that, in, in a way, is what you're talking about things like FETC, mm -hmm. where you're getting to experience this and you know the takeaways. Mm -hmm. So when you are in the role and you've got educators coming to you going, hey, we want to go to FETC, and you go, yeah, I've been there. I know what it does for you guys. Yeah. 
yeah, let's make this happen. Right. Whatever, you know, as much as you are able to within your power to be able to approve and do that. So, yeah. Yeah. And thank you, Miss Richardson, if you're listening. Thank you for sending Lauren and I. And yes. then Ms. what happened is Miss Richardson, she got moved to a different school mm. in December. So then we have a new principal, Miss Cantwell. And so appreciate for her letting us come here as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So if uh, listeners want to reach out to you and find out all the cool stuff that you're doing and ask questions and be part of your PLN and Mm -hmm. whatever else, uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you? So I am on Twitter. I'm Teacher Tate Wade. Um, So that's where I put pretty much all of my professional stuff um, with my little side hustle that I've got that I'm starting up. Um, Kids Can Code. If, uh, right now, we are just on Facebook and Instagram. So it's Kids Can Code Jax, J-A-X. Mm-hmm. Um, we will, hopefully this weekend, we're getting our website up and running. So uh, if anybody has any connections or um, wants to do some robot partnerships, I am totally open for that. Cool. Um, we're looking for elementary, middle school kind of connections. So um, those are the two best ways to get in touch with me. And um, yeah. mine is uh, my Twitter is J E O K two underscore S J C. I don't really tweet that often. I'm on a limited data plan and we it's blocked <laughs> at school. And there so, you go. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a little hard. I, so I can't get off Wi Fi and then and then tweet yeah. because you know my brother in law gets mad at me if I go over my data. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But they can always, uh, th- th- your school, yeah. can they email you a school address? Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I'm lauren.wade at it's really long st john's.k12.fl.us yep and mine is john.okeefe at st john's.k12.fl.us you've been listening to a recorded conversation from edutech guys live coverage of fetc 2018 for more information about edutech guys visit edutechguys.com and thanks for listening